0: The British people have spoken, and the answer is, we're out. The sun has risen on an independent, united kingdom. Brexit means Brexit. I've got my country back.
1: Winston Churchill would be proud of us.
0: There's hundreds of billions of dollars, thousands of laws that need to get sorted out. Angela Merkel declared that Britain's vote marked a watershed moment for European integration. 65% now think we'll get a bad deal.
1: We need to deliver the benefits of leaving to the poorest in our nation. If
2: we do not deliver frictionless trade, thousands of jobs will go.
1: Mansfield is a town that had a very important coal mining sector, so it has a rich coal mining history. It was kind of a proud and very productive centre for mining in in Nottinghamshire. Uh, It also had other industries such as textiles that kind of suffered from a very difficult transition period of restructuring towards more modern type of economic activities.
0: Mansfield as a town, like many other towns in Britain, has been overlooked to an extent. Um, It's lost a huge amount of its um, native industry. It was a big mining town. Um, Obviously the mines have all closed now, which caused a huge amount of poverty for a long time.
2: This last election was the first time it's ever voted Conservative. There's a lot of uh, emotive political history there around uh, obviously the mining industry uh, back before I was born. Um, But um, it's a changing place. So quite high levels of deprivation uh, in parts of it. Lots of new houses springing up a very changeable demographic. Um, like a lot of market towns across the country, um, you know, focused around a town centre that's struggling.
0: The town hasn't really been served well with the uh, with infrastructure either. Um, the road networks are very very difficult. It's quite difficult to get in and out on a train. There's just a, a sense a sense of poverty, a sense of isolation really to the town. In many ways, it's um, a town that's been left behind. It doesn't have the kind of things that you would expect a town of, of its size and of its location to have. It has a few business success, uh, success stories.
1: In some ways it has been successful, so you, can, you see in the town centre, you see clear signs of regeneration. You see that you know the local authorities have really worked to convert some parts of the town that kind of referred to the town's industrial past into something that is, you know, very nice for the modern eye, but also refers to the town's history. On the other hand, I would say that generally, the unfettered free market has also produced some negative side effects. The economic model of large companies purchasing very cheap areas of land and kind of outsourcing here activities that require cheap land and cheap labor has been quite prevalent. And that has been enabled in a way also by the ability to import cheap labor through via agencies on zero-hour contracts, and predominantly from Eastern Europe. It seems that people voted to leave mainly because of immigration. It seems that the debate about you know, Eastern European immigration, which is quite a recent phenomenon in the town, was very dominant during the Leave vote.
0: Immigration came quite, um, quite late to the town. Um, it, it didn't have the same influx of uh, ethnic minorities as Nottingham, for example. Five or six years ago, the Sports Direct head office opened just over the border in Derbyshire, in Shirebrook, and that brought in a significant number of uh, immigrant workers from uh, largely Eastern Europe, in particular Poland. It created a kind of delayed reaction of you know, these these foreigners coming here a kind of mild simmering racism to an extent.
1: I think however that this is a more complicated issue than it is often made out to be. For the first time I think I started understanding a bit what it means to feel that you are losing control, a lack of a sense of place and I think the very rich way in which this relates to the structure of the local economy and is not a purely cultural issue but also has clear economic underpinnings has been a definitive Kind of outcome it's true that when you know you you inject in an isolated you know rather homogeneous community a large number of migrants that produces some tensions that are related to identity as well but i think the issue goes deeper than that so i think what the migrants are are the most visible symptom of the dominance of this type of economic model that i was talking about and i think that's an issue i think this produces it, it certainly produces jobs but at the same time it also produces a sense of a loss of control, a sense that the jobs are created for people outside and that the goods are also created for people outside and in a sense there's nothing distinctly local about you know, this kind of economic activity.
2: By well, far the biggest challenge for any business in any sector is access to skilled people. When you compare ourselves with the European Cousins or other parts of the world, um, we're vastly underskilled. The issue is acute now, but it's masked by the fact that we've got a lot of overseas people with high, low, high skills levels. The, the weakness of the pound has meant that you know, it's more attractive for people to, to buy things from the UK, but if they've not got a mechanism or the tariffs, you know, additional tariffs on top of what we have to charge go up, then it makes us less competitive so we lose the competitive advantage of having a weaker pound.
0: Leader is a European funded uh, grant scheme for small businesses. I report to a board and it's a board made up of local people and local stakeholders and they make the final decision on whether a project is funded or not you can see the benefit that leaders had in the area um, on the old project and on the new you know it's uh, leader funding has literally changed people's lives we're not entirely sure what's going to take leaders place if there is going to be another scheme so at the moment we, we, we haven't seen anything that's going to replace leader
1: the danger of brexit kind of stems from the british tradition for very centralized governance so i think The European regional development programmes had a real effect in terms of giving to the local authorities and the regional authorities more of a say in policy formulation and implementation. And I think there is a real danger that this might be lost after Brexit, which is not something that has to happen by any means. At the end of the day, the UK is a net contributor to the EU and they could very well replace those programmes and not change them in any way. There's just a real danger that this won't happen.
2: There is obviously investment from European structural funds and all of that that goes into various parts uh, and, and different things around that part of the part of the country, but government's made a commitment to um, matching that. Uh, we've still got to decide what that looks like and um, exactly what the priorities will be. But I'd like to think, and I certainly have an opportunity as the MP to uh, press government and make those kind of former coalfield communities a, a big priority for that funding. Um, so I hope there'll be some continuity there.
0: It could have the potential to be, you know a real booming little town if, uh, if the right things are done to help it thrive. Yeah, I think what it needs is you know, a, a, a sustained campaign by, uh, by central government to, uh, to help lift its fortunes.
1: It's not that they want to take the, you know, the jobs from the Eastern Europeans and you know, be employed themselves in the warehouse. I think what they want is for the warehouse to be complemented with other types of businesses that give them other types of prospects and also just a sense of pride kind of what was lost with the collapse of the coal mines. But even if these kinds of companies leave, that alone doesn't mean anything. In fact, in the short term, it will probably be difficult because at the end of the day, there are also locals employed in those places. So I don't think there's any guarantee that they're going to be replaced with something better. I think that for that to happen, you need to have very concerted policy effort to kind of help people kind of create enterprises or work in enterprises that valorize local resources.